Hey, how are you? And good morning. This is Nobody Said Anything. I'm Ken. And I would first like to, I would like to start off with um a, a couple a couple things in the current events that I I, I think um I think are are worthy of talking about. Um and that would be that almost 10%, 9.5% of the people of of the US population is fully vaccinated. That is huge. That is huge. I I can just remember in in April of last year, which is almost a year ago, it's crazy to think about that we were really examining if this was going to end the world and it still might but we're at least uh, making some strides and the and the vaccine appears to be uh quite effective um even the shittier ones <laughs> um and and you know i i think i i don't want to touch on this too much but um People are, are, are too fixated, especially people in the U.S., are too fixated on the British royal family. I've never really paid attention to it, but I think there are, are, are way more important things that we can be focusing on, especially we're still in the middle of, of a pandemic, and there, and there are still uh, uh, so many other issues that we can focus on. There, there are virtually no stories uh, on climate change. And um, really, it is it it is seeming like uh, that's that's all the the U.S. is going is is caring about right now. That in the QAnon thing, but you know, it is um, it is it is getting better, and and so. I've noticed so now a lot of states uh uh there were so uh, the few states that went back to school seemed like outliers and rightly so because the um because uh the the results were almost immediately disastrous right you had just kids you know just uh clustered in these hallways uh wearing no masks there was a photo from Georgia it was a while ago but just these these uh these states that were rushing it and going too early and and i feel like people are pretending now that the pandemic doesn't exist anymore and and it's just it's it's something you can choose to take seriously or not and this is just a a it's a terrible thing because if if you i think now all the states are saying oh yep we're going back especially the the state that i live in uh is saying oh yep we're going back partially because the the um other forces, uh, the other party in the state pressured our governor to uh, reopen schools just so they could say they could have that accomplishment of, oh, I reopened schools, I'm I'm bringing back normalcy, but it's not going to be this kind of normalcy. It's not going to be like that. Um, I'm just interested to see uh, what goes down. I know what's going down in the in the other parts of the country, but I think my state's a very very progressive state, um, at least uh, population wise and 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 uh, 
who who is in the center of government and we are just i think we need to we need to be sensible about this and i think the people the lawmakers and and the pundits and and the and the um really the the political figureheads and the uh those kinds of people they don't know they don't know the experience and they're not responsible for experiencing these things and dealing with this day to day they they're you know they're they're not um they're not going to experience the immediate consequences of them uh, consequences of these decisions um immediately so we have to think about uh, that but I'm I'm sorry that I just went on that rant, but that's something that's very important, and I know I, I'm trying to make this sort of a, a a comedy thing, a a more lighthearted affair, but you know that's just the way it goes sometimes because uh, even though the time is is getting uh is it's getting better, but it's it's still a very serious time, and it's hard to run a a a show. Uh, that's you know that's that's uh lighter in tone and funnier in nature uh at this point but i would like to i would like to say um i was watching this is this documentary last night that i that i should have gotten to watch because this this band definitely in my top 10 favorites and and i'm i may be ostracized uh quite thoroughly for saying this but i am I would not say I'm a, I'm a big deadhead, but I do like The Grateful Dead. And uh, American Beauty is one of my favorite albums, if not my favorite album ever. And so it was really interesting to hear just um, the 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 crazy shit that they got into. Because people people often talk about oh yeah the Beatles and Zeppelin and oh oh all these all these. Uh, Look at what you know, Biggie Tupac did, and look at all what all these rappers are doing now, and and um, and and you know, uh, th- this was just uh, a debauchery, craziness, uh, just uh, all all the hippie values turned up to eleven, especially in the in that early seventies period where they just they were a big family and and just anything anything went it was almost it was almost like a cult like it was just um and i think that's that's the major gripe with the dead at this point is just it it's it's a cult really is that's what people uh that's what people view it as it seems and it's tough uh it's tough to to sort of evade that but i think people often undersell them uh, musically, because it's just like, you know what, if you drop, because the, the, the majority of the deadheads are like, you know, if you drop enough acid, man, you know, like, you know, like, it's all like one experience, man, and like, and like, you know, if, if somebody dies, like, on, on the other side of the world, like, I feel that, man, like, that's my pain, too, man, that's my suffering, man, and, and you, and you hear that a lot with with, especially in the quotes that Jerry, uh, Jerry Garcia says, and, and he's like, especially when he's talking about, you know, why I, they, why they, uh, wouldn't go to Altamont and why, and what ha- happened, uh, as a result of, uh, 
uh, what happened at Altamont. And so, if you don't know the story, you know the the Hell's Angels will, were hired to uh, be a secu- be uh, the security detail for this. Um, for this big music festival at the Altamont Speedway, in in uh, I think it, I believe it was in California, and um, and like the the Stones played and and a bunch of other uh, great acts. I'm gonna look it up, but um, really, it it became violent and the crowd uh, was really really roughing each other up. And and of course the the Hell's Angels like not the most professional security detail that you can hire. They're gonna get like violent. You know, <laughs> and yeah, I, I just don't know whose idea it, it was. Like, no, no disrespect to the Hell's Angels, but you know, because I don't want to, I don't want to have my statement uh, reverberate. If if there are still some rumblings of that, I don't want to uh, be put on the hit list. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but here, let's look at the Altamont uh, Pop Festival festival. Lineup. Uh, yeah, well, because I know it was the Rolling Stones, the Altamont Free Concert, uh, December sixth, nineteen sixty nine. So Altamont Speedway Free Festival. It it was kind of like it was billed as sort of the Woodstock West, if if you probably know, and and like three over three hundred thousand people attended. That is that is mind blowing shit, and it, like if you. Think about it, and that must have been just a cesspool of disease, and like, just especially like everybody was fucking naked, and they were fucking and doing drugs and shit. It was, it was, it was pretty full on. It was pretty full on, to say the least, to say the least. And okay, so, and uh, and so apparently the stones, um. The Stones, the Stones uh, wrote the song "Let It Bleed." Um, for what happened uh, at at Altamont, and it was it was this massive disaster, and it showed really the reverberations and 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 the other side of of showing that the hippie culture definitely was a two way street. And so, now it is time for the History Minute. And so over the History Minute today, we are going to look at who was the richest man in history. It's not Bill Gates, it's not Jeff Bezos, it's not even um, the, the um, Roman emperors, it's not even Augustus, it's not even Julius Caesar, it's not even Alexander the Great. Who was the richest person in in history, not Cleopatra. It is Mansa Musa. I'm. I'm. You. You may have heard of him. He was an an African ruler, and he. He was uh, obscenely wealthy, to say the least. Um, if if we if we just look at his sheer, um, his estimated net worth, if we look at adjusted for inflation, um. Adjusted for inflation, he had an estimated net worth of four hundred billion. Four hundred billion. Think of that. That's that's richer than 
like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, that's richer than all of them. That's that's almost twice as rich as as those guys as wealthy. Because if you just look at the resources, it's like it, it's it's the capitalist society uh, here in the United States that we have. It is. You know, you can advance, you can get a lot of money, but what if you are the sole ruler of, uh, like, Mali, the Mali Empire, and you are, um, you just control all of the wealth. You do not let anyone else have any wealth. You were the sole ruler, and then you, you, uh, he was born in 1280 and, and passed away in 1337, um, so that's, that's not a particularly long life, but for back then, pretty good. Um, and, and if you look, he, I think he's probably, this is, just, that's just an estimated net worth, but if we look at that net worth alone, it might even be more than that. Because if you look at the sheer amount of, uh, gold and the sheer amount of resources he possessed, he, when he was traveling to get some is, Islamic scholars to bring back to Mali to create this, this, uh, cultural melting pot, which he, which he ended up doing, and, 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 uh, that's the West, West Africa, uh, became a melting pot for all these religions because you had the um the spiritual uh the the original uh uh spiritual leaders and the original uh faiths uh of Africa and then you of West Africa and of, of Mali and that region and then you had the Islamic scholars coming over and those two belief systems uh, uh blending and and so you have this kind of creating a sort of new religion, but uh, a lot of the the uh, African leaders and and uh, Mansa Musa he he uh, adopted Islam, and so like all like his descendants ruled this area for a while, and and his impact was definitely felt throughout the area because if we look at um he when when he was traveling to um. To collect the the uh, Islamic scholars, he to and and to sort of soak up that information uh, and and those beliefs and and the different cultures from from Europe, from the Middle East, from Northern Africa. Um, he what he did is he would go. He would he had so much gold, so much resources available to him that he would um that he would uh drop just give some gold to the leaders of a small town or just a small nation and it would it would completely destroy their economy and this isn't even a fraction of his wealth it would completely destroy their economy and 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 mess it up and 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 really really ha- force them to to reshape their um whole financial system around that one donation. So that's just crazy to think about. This guy, I think he should rem- be remembered as one of the biggest badasses in history. If you look at he's he's uh, you know, you know, he he's just I mean, he he could that's that's you get to a point where you don't not only do you have to not worry about money, you never even have to think about money at all. Think about any sort of wealth. There is nothing within your world that you cannot attain.
So I will leave you with that, and I will see you soon. Um, just keep keep uh, those guesses in. The um, I may I remind you that the word from this week's classic of literature is summoned. Summoned, and the clue is the author's last name is a city in Texas, but spelled differently, so it's kind of an easy one. And then, if you're emailing in, uh, tell us what was your first car, or just have a story to share. Uh, follow uh, me on Twitter uh, at Kian, and then follow that's C-I-A-N, and then follow uh, the main account, the the uh, Three Headed Monster Podcast Network at PissPod on Twitter, and uh, I I will see you uh, next time and have a good day.